0: now sitting at the wavetable hello and welcome to episode 8 of the wavetable everyone this week my guest is manifex would you like to yo not much man how you going i'm good man thank you so much for having me on it's a pleasure that's all good man just want to like spread the love and all that good shit (laughs) so um yeah do you want to tell me what you do and kind of what your music and your it's your whole journey. Let me know where you've been. <laughs>
1: uh, good question. Um, so, hello. My name is Manifex. Um, I'm a DJ producer who specializes in uh, bass music. Um, I've been DJing for, uh, for eight years, professionally for about five. Um, I started in hard style and kind of just moved into sort of bass music sort of stuff. Um, At the moment, I specialize in what's called chopping. So it's where you take two or more tracks, drop them at the same time, and you chop between them. Um, I usually do four, four to eight. Um, Yeah, I'm relatively new to production. I'd say I've been producing seriously for about three years. Um, And, yeah, I'm only just now starting to release some original stuff and getting the ball rolling. So, yeah.
0: Hell oh, yeah, man. Like, while I'm liking the original stuff that I'm hearing, as well as the remixes, that Infect remix, oh, man, those fucking <laughs> bases.
1: <laughs> oh, man, thanks. I'm glad that you enjoyed it.
0: So, um, I was having to, having a listen to uh, Project Chop the other day. I've listened to it <laughs> a couple of times, actually, and, uh fucking hell man like (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a dj but even i can tell like it just flows so much better than a lot of mixes i've heard from like real big artists you know
1: fuck man that's a huge compliment thank you
0: (laughs) no worries man (laughs) so um what, what kind of preparation went into creating project chop
1: um so first off for context project chop is my uh adhd mixing outlet at the moment (laughs) for lack of a better term um so i really like high energy uh consistent changing music um and so i was like okay let's create a platform to kind of do that in excess and then we can have like regular mixes and guest mixes and stuff on the side the preparation that goes into it is i will usually start looking for routines um and i can get into how i do that in a minute uh once I have maybe half the mixes routines done I start to think of a an order and a flow and kind of like an energy of the mix so usually um we have like the start which um that's that's its own kind of thing um very high energy at the start then it kind of dips a little bit and then it goes kind of up again and then really low and then up again and then kind of ends on something weird um, which is at the moment the 175 chopping stuff. Mm. Um, and then usually I'll kind of just fill the gaps uh, in like routine-based stuff, like making new routines. So once I kind of have a general sort of um, idea of where the gaps are, I can cater the routines to the the gaps and kind of get a bit more of a cohesive flow, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, totally. So it- Yeah. Overall, approximately how many hours would you say went into just creating that one mix?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, well, funnily enough, the thing that took the longest was the intro. So okay. um, prior to Manafex, I was known as Infectious. Mm. Um, and under Infectious, I would do lots of kind of very comedic, uh, out-of-the-box sort of intros. Um, but the point of Manafex was to kind of take that Tone it down a bit and kind of make it a bit more serious. So I I kind of spent a long time thinking, how am I going to be serious but comedic in it in my own way? Um, and I just one day I was walking along, taking a, a, a like listening to the mix and writing down notes and stuff to like for stuff to fix. I thought, oh yeah, you could do like a skit about you know how much fucking trouble you have with computers <laughs> and they're just like <laughs> crashing yeah. on you and shit. You know that's a thing that everyone can relate to. So started off with that. And so I did. I guess for hours. Ah, oh, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, a long time. Um Too damn high. Too damn high, bro. <laughs> uh my own worst critic and it just never ends with a fucking product. But um yeah. Um <laughs> probably <laughs> maybe a hundred. Like, yeah, it's a very long time. Just because Holy of like shit. each section takes a lot of work and like first you have to come up with a routine and then you have to nail the routine and then you have to clean the routine up and then you have to be like all right can i do it live if not pre-record it etc etc there's there's a lot of planning goes into it it's it's kind of obsessive
0: you guys who do those fucking like octo chops live are insane
1: (laughs) i think it's so sick (laughs) oh it's so cool
0: um, but yeah since you're talking about how you like to incorporate some comedy but you've kind of turned it down that um i got to say that like i think it was like a 7 mix 7 minute mix for a competition or something
1: another <laughs> one the i know start, exactly the one it was
0: like my enormous <laughs> penis i forgot yeah. like
1: <laughs> oh my god okay uh, that is my most popular mix and i hate it i hate it so much it's so messy and it was, I remember when I made it because um, I got tagged in a competition. I was like, hey, we're hosting this competition, blah, 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 blah. Um, and uh, the uh, due date was like two days after I got tagged and I was like, oh, fuck, I really want to enter. So I stayed up all night just like re- trying to record it and playing it out and be like, you know, I didn't realize that you can edit shit afterwards. So I was kind of like, all right, we have oh, to nail it in no. one fucking go. And so it'd be like, click, 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 Fuck, click, 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 Fuck. Click, 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 Mad. <laughs> Mad. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a thing.
0: You must've been pissed off once you found out you could. Edit.
1: Oh, I have punched my chair <laughs> so many times. <laughs> my old roommates, but they get so sick of just hearing click, 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 fuck. And then I'd eventually just like swing my door open and be like, fuck this. I need a break.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh God. So I'm, I'm kind of scared to ask now, but, um, when when's volume two of project shop coming out
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i've already started uh like planning it and kind of gathering routines um because melbourne right now is in a lockdown it makes it kind of easier for me to focus my time purely on this sort of stuff yeah um uh i don't really have a release date. i don't like to advertise things until they're done so because i'm so critical of stuff that It'll be done one day and then I'll go back to it and it won't be done the next. Yeah. And yeah. You know the, the drill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, give me like a month or two.
0: Hell yeah. Sounds good. Um, I'd really like to dive into like the the specific um process behind a mix. Like for someone who doesn't DJ, I really want to find out like how you figure out what tune's go together well and stuff like that
1: um i it's it's kind of a process so initially i will start with what i call a core track um all of these terms is just random stuff that i've made up to kind of explain it to people a bit better so i'll start off with a core track and that will be the kind of carrier i guess um that's the general vibe of your chop. And then I'll kind of figure out how the synths move. So is it like anchored to the kick or is it like one of those synths where it flows with the whole song or is it, you know, uh, fucking triplets or et cetera, et cetera, to stay notes, yeah. whatever. Um, and then I'll figure out, um, first off I'll try and find tracks that are kind of structured similarly and kind of work them together. And you kind of learn, uh, where the spaces are that you can kind of fill with other tracks um and then i will more or less kind of so let let's say um you have a track uh that a sudden death does it a lot where his his uh his older stuff, a lot of his sense are anchored to the kick, but there's a space between them. Um, you can fill that space with another track, or you can play another uh, another track with stuff anchored to the kick and switch it on each kick um so i that's kind of a, a very vague idea of how i'd start it um and then it'll kind of go uh, the chops a lot are very structured in kind of like either four or eight bar sections so it'll be like dun 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 four or one two three four five six seven eight um i've i'd be better if i had like a visual kind of thing but yeah um i guess it's just to kind of summarize it Your making space for other tracks to fit in. And you kind of just, uh, you can learn what tracks fit in by structure or by key or, you know, there's a various amounts of stuff. Um, and then transition is just like, um, uh, I use a lot of reverb personally because I don't really, I'm not very good at transitioning from routines, but you can transition through key or with rhythm specifically. A lot of it is just like kick clap. It's, it's very empty, so it leaves a lot of room for yeah. transitions, et cetera, et cetera. You, you know, it's the
0: drill. Yeah. Yeah. How much, how big of a role do you find that key plays in like rhythm and dubstep stuff? Like...
1: Um, not a lot, but then again, uh, I personally don't seek it, but um, you can kind of hear it by ear. So, um, you know, e- even if something is like, there might be a key on the three of your outro... And that key clashes with the key on the four of your track that you're bringing in. And it kind of sounds a bit jarring, but overall not as much as other genres. So for maybe like drum and bass or like um, house specifically, they do a lot of like key matching, whereas dubstep's kind of a bit over the place with that kind of
0: stuff. Fair enough. Um, And yeah, how do you know when it's like, like before you're kind of talking about. Oh, you can't see my hand. But you're talking about the ups and downs of um, how the intro is, like, really energetic and then it kind of goes down and then it goes up again and even more down. Um, What about when you're playing, like, live? How do you know when it's time for kind of a break and that people aren't going to be mad at you for stopping the beat? (laughs)
1: Um, People, you can visibly see people are tired for the most part no. like actually like you can if you're playing a high energy drop and you can see that people are kind of they're they're wanting to dance but they they're just fucking exhausted um <laughs> okay <fair enough. laughs> so that would be a good indicator um i another thing is like time uh because i like so many different subgenres of bass music i want to fit them all into one mix um like i really like deep stuff i really like fast stuff i like heavy stuff i like thumpy stuff i like so much different stuff um it's a good excuse to kind of have a down area where it gets a bit deep and a bit mellow um it's it's uh someone once told me that a mix is you're supposed to be kind of like a roller coaster you know it builds up and it goes down and there's like slow parts and high parts etc cetera, etc cetera.
0: that's a good way to look at it it yeah. definitely helps me a bit out a bit um so Did you find out that DJing helped you when you started producing? I'd assume the answer is like a big fucking yes, but kind
1: of. Um, So I'm finding at the moment um, because I'm so used to the stock standard structure of songs. um, Because to to make a routine, I'm just scrolling through my record box library, going no, 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 maybe, no, 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 yes. So I I hear the same kind of stuff over and over and over again. So I'm finding that. It's very difficult for me to sit down and make something that's kind of stock standard. Um, I'm right. always just doing random bullshit, which kind of doesn't help me in the sense that um, I'm still learning. So random bullshit is all well and good, but if you're not educated on the fundamentals, it can kind of t- turn out a bit weird. But
0: yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I know that.
1: <laughs> but um, it's uh, like yes. In short answer, yes, it has helped in its own way.
0: Cool. Um, do you have any advice for people like me, producers who haven't started DJing yet on how to get into it?
1: Um, don't be afraid of it. So it's very easy to look at a DJ deck and go, what the fuck is that? I don't understand any of it. When realistically it's, it's not that scary. Um, not only that but have fun with it just experiment with it um you know just take maybe a playlist of it could be 10 to 15 of your favorite tracks and just run them through record box have a play with them and kind of learn what you like in regards to what so you know that could be transition wise what follows another song really nicely etc etc and you kind of build up a uh an not only an ear for it, but kind of a library of your own sort of transitions and, like, vibes, for lack of a better term. Um, and that's that's how you start learning. You can learn how you enjoy mixing because there is – it's very easy to put DJing in this whole, like, it's all the same, but it's not. There is, it, there's so many little intricacies to it. Um, you could be playing the same genre, but you play it differently. Um, so you kind of learn your – how you mix and what you enjoy doing. And then it kind of just goes from there.
0: Cool. Yeah. I never really thought about just like having a small playlist and just listening to that a bit and then trying to DJ with that. Cause like if I, if I mean, I'm trying to get into DJing and I was just thinking about just like filling up a folder with tunes and chucking the whole yeah, thing. It's, in very,
1: <laughs> it's very, very easy to get to overwhelm yourself with yeah. like this kind of stuff, especially, you know, if you're like someone who's surrounded by people that DJ or whatever, it's very easy to get daunted by it or whatever. But it's it's all fun and games at the end of the day.
0: And um, yeah, I think it's funny how everyone's like, "Oh, DJing is like easy. All they do is play tracks." But then, like, <laughs> those, those same people will look at a, a deck and be like, "Oh shit, I don't I don't know anything."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, dead ass, right? <laughs> it's it's weird because like DJing kind of gets a bad rap because fundamentally it is easy you know if you're mixing from a to b like it's it's pretty simple but there's so many little creative intricacies that you can kind of bring out from the simplicity of it that that's kind of what fascinates me about it is that fundamentally yes it's easy but you can make it hard and that's really fun
0: cool so let's jump over to um your production side of things for a bit Okay. Um, I I wanted to talk about your Infect release. Uh or sorry, your remix of Infect for the BR Code Disciple competition. Okay. Uh how how's the uh reception been on that so far? Because it looks um, like it's got quite a few comments and stuff.
1: It's it's hard to tell. So um uh the track itself is kind of weird. Um it's it's kind of a good example of like I did a thing without kind of using references or anything, I just kind of laid it all out and was like, this sounds kind of cool and weird and wacky. Um, it's, it's getting an okay response. Um, it's very hard for me at the moment to kind of look at the success of it and go, yeah, that's good when I've had bigger successes in the past. Right. Um, which is, it's, it's stupid because it's exploring a different avenue. You know, I've never really posted production stuff before. Um, but it's definitely getting the attention of people that wouldn't normally pay attention to me. So that's cool.
0: That's good, yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Because they might become new mixed listeners and then yeah. 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 They might get more people involved as well.
1: Yeah, come um, come enjoy the spurginess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um you're also releasing on a label recently, right?
1: Yeah, I had my first original release with a couple of my friends on Syndicate Audio. And that was my first, uh, not my first written original, but my first original release called Robotic. Um, And sad story about that is that that track also gives me the irrits because the project corrupted before I could finish it. Oh, fuck. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. You I like... (laughs) Uh, I, cause I was transferring it from laptop to PC to like clean it up a bit and it obviously something went wrong, but, um, yeah, it's, that's, it's a very cool kind of like concept with, you know, being very robotic in sound design and structure and
0: whatnot. Yeah. That was a dope track as well. Um, Thank you. have you got splice installed? No. Um, and the reason being. Because I would just get
1: completely lost in it immediately. <laughs> oh, bro! I would go fucking insane. I'd be like, I'm s- sort of like, um, because of the mixing that I do, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a track hoarder. Like I have a ridiculous amount of tracks, and I would be the same with samples. So I kind of have yeah. to limit myself, otherwise I just go crazy.
0: Okay, here's the plan, though. Um, you install Splice, but you don't actually pay for the subscription. Because <laughs> what? Free shit. What- I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, dude, dude, listen. Splice will automatically back up all your tracks to the cloud. Really? Yeah.
1: No shit.
0: Yeah, so you didn't have to have that corrupt file.
1: Oh, crap. So, like, how
0: <laughs> often does it um, back it up? Literally every time you press save. Really? Yeah.
1: So, if you save something, will it overwrite the previous save?
0: No, it makes a new version on Splice. What the
1: fuck is there? Like a um, kind of a max amount of um, storage that you have?
0: I don't think so because it doesn't upload the samples, just the project file.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna jump
0: on that. <laughs> Anyone out there who has fucking project file corruption issues, get on Splice.
1: Yeah, shit, man, that's, <laughs> that's super handy.
0: <laughs> um, and you've you've also got another music release coming out soon, right?
1: Yeah, I have a few. Um, I'm kind of in this weird limbo at the moment where the stuff that I have finished isn't at the same quality at the stuff that I'm writing now. Uh,
0: Ah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Because as a, because of where I'm at producer wise, I'm, I'm learning consistently. I have a very kind of, um, supportive group of friends, as you know, because you've, you've come out with us a few times. Um, so I'm learning consistently. Um, so, yes, I do have a release soon. I don't have a date just yet, but it should be at the end of the month, if not the start of the next month. Um, Yes, that's short answer, yes.
0: I find that, like, when I'm rapidly improving and, like, my finished tracks are starting to sound shit to me before they even get released, Yeah, what I'll do is, like, I'll, I'll upload them all private on SoundCloud and go listen to them in the car and then... I'll just yeah. write notes on every single one of them.
1: That's what I do on the way to work is I have the, the same playlist and I critically listen to stuff on the way to like work or while I'm like jogging or whatever.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. I find that really like helps keep everything like an, on an even playing field, like even quality.
1: Yeah, All for that. sure. The like review time where you can kind of, yeah, take yeah. a step back.
0: Yeah. Like the amount of things that, uh oh, there's one thing in my new EP that I didn't catch the snare kind of on the last track of the EP, the snare kind of sounds like garbage, but uh, other bro, than that, <laughs> the classic,
1: the classic being <laughs> snare sounds like
0: shit. Oh God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so is there any um, other like DJ or producer related stuff that you would like to uh, elaborate on or talk about?
1: Um. Well, that depends. Like, much like my mixes, my, like, creative life is very just fucking all over the place. Um, I, with Manifex at the moment, I um, I have a lot of kind of ideas and stuff that I want to take it in, but they're all kind of off in their own direction. I really want to get into video editing and, like, doing that, like, augmented reality kind of stuff
0: where you kind of- Oh, uh, yes.
1: Oh, bro, how fucking sick does That's that look? Sick. Oh, my
0: God. Dude, um, can you imagine, like- when a fucking VR door comes out. Yeah, dude, actually there's
1: a, there's a, um, a friend of a friend, um, who was currently looking for, uh, V VR related sound design, um, just for like games and stuff like that. And I kind of obviously put my hand, I was like, Hey, I'd give that a go. So that might be an opportunity to open up on. That's sick. Uh, Um, yeah, there's tons of shit that I want to do. um, but I kind of get lost in my own sort of like too much
0: shit. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I feel, yeah. I've, I kind of feel like that as well, but then I, like I kind of have a limit and then I think of more ideas and I just like write them down and forget about them until I have time to actually. Yeah. yeah
1: that's what I do too. My notes yeah. are fucking stacked.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Let's, let's switch it up. Like who's, who's your favorite producer? And then, okay, and if it's not, let's go DJ as well. Give me, like, a DJ who doesn't produce and then your favourite producer as well.
1: Fuck. All right. Well, DJ that doesn't (laughs) produce is called Shivers the Butcher. Um, He's a rhythm DJ. He's kind of like a pioneer of, like, the, well, I'm not really that educated in rhythm, so I don't want to get, like, impaled by the rhythm Nazis, but (laughs) um, (laughs) as far as I'm aware, he's one of the um, kind of... uh, pioneers of the genre, um, and the mixing of, of like chopping and whatnot, you know, the butcher. Um, I'm a big fan of Squanto, naturally, you know.
0: Oh um, yes.
1: Yeah. I remember when the first time I saw his videos, I was not only like just mesmerized by it, but I was like, I could do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I saw it, so I kind of that started stuff. Um, I'm a big fan of headhunters. He's a massive inspiration as to where I'm at now. Um, just the, like, positivity and kind of, you know, follow your dreams kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a massive Infect fan as well. Um, the way he, like, makes his synths is so clean and how, like, I know that it's very minimalistic, but how he writes his tunes really kind of wraps around the synthesis. And so um, I love clean synthesis, man. Um, and then, like, closer to home, I guess, um, my friend's are super cool. He's a fucking mad lad. He makes, like, super ADHD tear-out stuff, and it's <laughs> sick. Dope. Um, And then, naturally, like, my homies that have already been shouted out a million times, like <laughs> Drear, Hamish, Scribe, um, Space Prince, Tom the Freak, all those guys, you know, mean a lot to me. So, they are my favorite people slash DJs.
0: Hell yeah. I'm assuming you chose to remix the uh, Infect track just because he was one of your favorites out of the disciple remix comp.
1: Kind of. I I, <laughs> I remember scrolling through them and going, "All right, Score, Crust and Jelly, and Ball Liquor are the ones that I want to remix." Um, and I initially started with Ball Liquor, and I struggled with it so much to get like a cohesive because I really wanted to make a like fuck off heavy tear out track to it, um, but I couldn't quite nail the sound design. Um, but I, I'd actually had score written with the, like the remix. I had that track written before the remix competition came out.
0: Oh, really? Um,
1: yeah. So, um, all I really did was import the stems and it kind of just filled the gaps really nicely. So that's how that track got written is I just basically imported. Everything was like, Oh, that sounds really cool. Okay. Let's <laughs> label that as a remix.
0: Sick. Uh, I think it's funny cause you, you're doing ball. You will, you started on ball liquor and score. And I'm doing ball liquor and score as well, but Yeah. <laughs> you you struggled <laughs> on minds. ball liquor. <laughs> you struggled on ball liquor while I'm I'm struggling on score. Like I think yeah. it's because cause like you mentioned, Infect has really clean sound design. Whereas yeah. I'm just like FM and distort the fuck out of everything. Yeah, yeah bro, that, it doesn't like, really work.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've looked uh, there's a few remixes that are kind of they've taken that sort of uh tear out vibe well not tear out but like you know high energy sort of stuff which is really cool it's been really sick to see all the different creative ways that people have kind of taken this idea and stuff even your stuff was super sick
0: thanks man thanks it sounded so much better now holy fuck yeah (laughs) i can't wait till you can hear it
1: where the sustain with the guns over the top it's a classic
0: oh yeah i actually changed the um the sustain completely like I wasn't happy with the, the sound of that bass in general. So it's like oh, yeah. a completely different bass now, but
1: like I, I, I reckon it. it's
0: even better. So we've still got like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. If you want to riff on anything else.
1: Uh, I guess I could kind of give a brief history of like the, the brand and stuff. I've been very, I've noticed with this, cause this is the first time I've ever done a podcast and I'm fucking just like all over the place. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my DJing life. From start to finish. Let's, Let's go. do that. Um, so I was introduced to EDM at a very, very young age. Um, I was in year two when I first heard EDM. So I, I liked video games Ooh. like any other kid back in the day. Um, and one day, uh, my babysitter noticed that I just I jam like the absolute fuck out of it. Uh, video game soundtracks. Um, now, like if you like this, then you might like this. And they showed me. Uh, a video of a kid shuffling. His name was Moon Boy. <laughs>
0: Wait, that was Moon Boy?
1: No, no, no relation to the dubstep. Oh, play. okay. No, 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 no. This is this is like a, a really old video of some kid in like fat pants shuffling to a song called "Ha Ha Ha" called by SMF, I think. Um, and it was a hard style track, and I was just obsessed with it the minute I heard it. Um, and so I kind of just stocked up on tracks from. Year two to maybe like year six. Broke many computers because of fucking lime wire, like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> um and then after that, uh year six was the first time I ever got a deck. Um I got holy the, fuck. Yeah, bro, I've been absolutely obsessed with just EDM music from as long as I can remember. Um year six, I got my first deck. It was a DJ to go. It was just that, like really like small kind of, you know practice type thing, and I mixed on that for uh, four years, something like that. Um, and then in year 10 was my first ever, like, gig per se. Um, I got booked, booked to play a house party, um, and that's when I got my first tractor. Um, and then after I played the, that gig, I used to do, like, blue light discos and stuff like that. Man, I was fucking atrocious. I was so bad at <laughs> it um but yeah uh so that was my high school djing career and then once i left high school i was like all right i want to turn this into a career but i don't know how first off let's come up with a cool name like very vague kind of branding make a promo mix and go from there so that was when infectious was born um fresh out of high school made the name infectious and then i was like all right i'm moving to melbourne to become a DJ little did I know that we didn't really have a scene here but yeah (laughs) um so I made my first kind of guest uh promo mix and I uh posted it and it got like not very much traction but I posted uh videos of me chopping and they blew up really quick um my one of my first videos got like 10k views in
0: holy shit
1: like a day or two it was fucking crazy it's shit it's such a shit video but but it kind of I got a lot of attention very quickly under infectious so I started kind of pumping out guest mixes because my thought process was if I have a following or people know who I am they're more likely to book me so yeah. I did guest mixes for um Havoc Records Rhythm Dubstep uh I did a Shiver, uh, Shivers the Butcher Butcher's Choice mix um F- few other like smaller ones uh last life suits and snares um stuff like that and a lot of them got a fair amount of views um the some of them are at like 20k now um it it sounds big but it's just a number on a screen it means nothing it's all about the people (laughs) that you meet and like the experiences that you share with people through this kind of stuff that really kind of hits me close to home i guess Mm. um and then my infectious career kind of came to an end last year where I decided to rebrand and kind of take things a bit more seriously um, and professionally with Manifex. And Manifex will be 12 months old on my birthday on September the 12th.
0: So nice. <laughs> that's kind
1: of a very brief kind of history.
0: <laughs> that was a good choice to rebrand like exactly on your birthday.
1: Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. Hey, <laughs> especially cause like the name is, uh, it's super, um, the name is based off the word manifest. Um, and it's a constant reminder to the people that follow me and myself that they are in control of their life. You know, you, you, I'm a big believer of like, if you want to do something, you can do it no matter your race, no matter your age, no matter your like economic status, it, it's, it's, Anything you want to do, it's t- it's a time investment, and that's it. Yeah. Um. So it's the whole like manifest your reality. Um. And the name came from like, have you ever had like your computer just sh- like a power outage or something happen, and you're using speakers, and it kind of makes that like sort of I don't know, like glitch <laughs> sound.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're yeah. talking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I kind of base it off that like a computer saying manifest and it getting fucking turned off because I'm like. Computers are sick. I love the computer aesthetic. So yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, yeah, it's kind of cool how it's like you were you were being reborn with the like new alias. Like, <laughs> yeah, something
1: like that. Yeah, that was something cool like that. I just wanted it to be very like wholesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like you said, um, if if you want to do it, then it's just a time investment. Like I, I'm I'm living proof of that. Recently, like you know. I always was just like, I don't want to do this shit. Like, I just couldn't be fucked doing shit. But now, like, every day, three times a day, posting on Insta, fucking weekly podcast music, like, after this EP comes out, I'm going to have monthly releases. So, if you're out there...
1: Congratulations, that's Thanks, man,
0: thanks. Yeah, but fuck, if you're out there, guys, and you just, like... I don't know, you're just, like, playing games, watching movies or something, and you want to step it up with your music production or DJing or whatever it may be, just know that once you start doing all that productive shit, you just feel so much more fulfilled in general. Fulfilled, yeah, for sure. You can do both as well. Like, it's all about
1: time management, you know. It's, like, personally, I'll wake up, do my morning exercise, and then produce or mix or music-related stuff up until, like, let's say, a minimum of five hours a day, maximum of, like, ten. Um, yeah. And then you you still have time to play video games and do recreational stuff. Um, it's all about a balance, I guess, with yeah. life, that whole, like, it's all a balance kind of thing.
0: <laughs> like, when you think about it, five hours a day, it's it's really not that much. Like, no. if you if you actually get into a routine where you're doing five hours a day and then you finish those five hours and then you just go play games for the rest of the night, you will be like, holy shit, I actually play games way more than I thought I did. Oh yeah, did. fuck me. <laughs>
1: if, if Steam isn't the massive like insult to injury with the like, the time counter of how many hours <laughs> you've spent, oh my lord.
0: Yeah. But yeah, um,
1: you do. You realize that you, you spend a lot of time. It's very easy to get sucked into something like video games on Netflix. So just kind of like, things that entertain you immediately very quickly. Yeah. Um, and once you kind of, like, divide your time, you can kind of, you can do both, I reckon.
0: Yeah. Once you know, like, the stuff that you're putting effort into, just know that that's, like, always going to pay off. Now, even if it's just a little bit, like, it's going to pay off. So don't yeah, stop exactly. doing it just because it doesn't give you instant gratification.
1: Exactly. Oh, my God. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's the shit. It just, like... Things that are hard now make life easier later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I want to end on that. <laughs> Things that cool. are hard now make <laughs> okay life easier later. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yeah, thanks for coming on and talking, man. It was a pleasure having you.
1: Thanks for having my spurgy ass on, man. <laughs> I, I hope it's not that hard to edit out, hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think there's that much uh Rave for if any.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I end on it? Can I please?
0: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, before we end, check out Manifex on SoundCloud for fucking dope yes, mixes, music, okay. etc. Cetera, et cetera. on
1: SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, M-A-N-A-F-E-X. Come and join the fucking Bergie Mixers and, yeah, <laughs> come rage with the boys.
0: Now have some ear rape.
1: All right. Tell me something your mom doesn't know. <gasps> oh!